You're listening to another ambitious entrepreneurnetwork.com podcast, the voice for entrepreneurs and small business. Now, onto the show. Welcome to the Christian Entrepreneurs Podcast. Conversations with Christian entrepreneurs to inspire and empower Christian business owners to walk strongly in their faith. Well, build a thriving business that honors Him in every way. Now, over to your host, Anne Marie Cross. So, welcome to another episode of the Christian Entrepreneurs Podcast. This is episode 279, brought to you by Podcasting with Purpose helping you to stand out, be heard, and become an influential voice in your industry with a podcast. I'm your host, Anne-Marie Cross, the podcasting queen. My guest today says, life is not a dress rehearsal. Joining me on today's show is Lisa Face. Lisa is a professional coach from the UK, and she runs her own coaching practice, Lisa Face Coaching, and she offers career and leadership to, to support to those people who are facing career challenges and helping new coaches get accredited with the ICF. Now, Lisa sees her mission to advance his kingdom in these highly volatile times by helping Christians lead well in the marketplace, giving healthy doses of encouragement to find their courage and identity in Christ to serve him, believing that he qualifies those he calls and not necessary calling the qualified. Now on today's show, Lisa is going to share the power of connection. She's going to share to live for an audience of one as well as fun. Welcome to the show, Lisa. Well, Anne-Marie, what a wonderfully warm um, introduction. Thank you. It's lovely to be on the call today. Oh, lovely to connect with you too. I don't often have uh, many guests from the UK, and that's because the time difference between <laughs> Australia and parts of Europe are just completely different. Like, we really are on, on different time zones. You're very early, and I'm five o'clock in the afternoon. So, thank you so much for getting up so early. You're very welcome. Yes, well, I'm sitting here in the dark in the kitchen, a little light on with my coffee, looking out at nothing at the moment, but the sun hopefully will come later. Oh, you'll be able to uh, enjoy beautiful sunrise. Uh, we certainly had a beautiful sunrise this side of uh, the planet this morning too. So share a little bit about uh, your business, which of course we said was Lisa Face Coaching. You offer career and leadership support. But take take us back to when you first started your business. What was going on at that time? Oh. Well, interestingly, um, I was living in Dubai and I had originally been a primary school teacher. Then I was made head of science. And it just wasn't quite a good fit for me. I was feeling, um, you know, on the highs, the good days, mm. helping others, uh, other teachers to um, have to be more of themselves, to be able to teach science as well. And that really was my sweet spot, rather than teaching the subject itself to students. Yes. So I investigated the whole, well, you know, let's go into coaching maybe. And I just uh, did a Coach You course and... Um, then set up the business in 2011, still in Dubai. I was so naive because I thought that um, once you set up the business and you actually have a name and a website, <laughs> the people will come. Yes, clients will be <laughs> knocking down your door. Maybe we'll touch on that. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so basically most of my business is helping 
people who are um, facing some type of change, it may be uh, forced change, such as um, redundancy or um, you know, they're just a merger is happening and they're going to lose their job. It may be, um, I just really have had enough of this and mm. I want to explore going into something else. And so they want to transition into a new, completely different career. That's the core business. And the other part is supporting coaches who want to be accredited to the International Coach Federation. Fantastic. And I know that uh, the ICF is, of course, worldwide, and many of my colleagues are a part of that organisation too. And it's great to be able to have the support of other other coaches and just be part of that like-minded community because, as you've said, so many of us who are in business, when we're starting out, we think it's a matter of just getting our business cards printed, maybe the website up, go to networking events, and the clients will roll in. However, sadly, many of us are disappointed when we realize there's a lot of work that, that's involved mm -hmm. and uh, sometimes a bit of heartache, too many ups and downs of, of business. But let's talk about the power of connection. Connection is so important, isn't it, Lisa, when we're thinking about uh, collaborations, um, customers. Share a little bit more about this. Mm. It's funny how you just zoom in onto that wonderful word of connection because when I've worked on my own personal development and looked at what I value, the one word that comes out is connection. Wow. Because for me, as much as I would love to have a business that was um, always thriving, whatever the market is, is doing, <laughs> um, at the end of the day, if I cannot connect at the heart level, uh, with myself and where God has placed me and then with others, then frankly, what is the point? Mm. So what I, what I try to do is to kind of adopt a, a kind of a servant-hearted approach to the business. I don't always get it right, Anne-Marie, but I'm just reminded of, you know, that wonderful uh, parable or, or, or account, sorry, of Jesus washing the disciples' feet and uh, how that was such a humbling thing, you know, the king of the universe, yes. for goodness sake, bowing down, washing his disciples' feet. And I think, well, how, what does that look like for me in my business? And I have to admit, Anne-Marie, I'm still working that one out. Mm. But so much of it is about when I'm working with people, some of whom are not always easy to work with, the decisions I have to make around the business are often hard. And I think can't do it with a servant heart. There's no point. So that connection piece is about how do I show up, or rather how does Christ show up in me when I am working with people. So for a non-Christian client or, a, or, or another faith, he is still present as he is with the faith. But the words I may use will be different. Obviously with a Christian client, I may, I may give them the invite, would you like to pray at some point during mm -hmm. our um, coaching time together, but he's equally present, isn't he? Mm. <laughs> we also are with people of other faith or no faith, as, and that's just as important. So that's something around that connection. As a, That's one side of it, that's the very intimate side, and then on the other spectrum, it's a get out there, into people's lives, into the networking. And what we're doing now, really, here I am, sitting in southwest of England, mm -hmm. in the dark, talking to you, Anne-Marie, <laughs> in the sunshine of Australia, and yes. this is connection for me. 
so we can do it in all different ways virtual i mean amazing it's it's incredible Uh, i mean with all of the challenges that we've mentioned businesses that we're faced with you know sometimes on a daily basis i think uh, we look at the tools and technologies that we have available to us now in getting our message out there especially as you know kingdom um, focused business entrepreneurs and how we can get that message out there in comparison to you know almost a few decades ago where we were very limited weren't we we didn't really have a lot of the tools and technology we are so blessed to be able to uh, to chat and uh, it's amazing what do you see happening in say let's talk about the space of coaching since you're very much involved in that and supporting other coaches that are looking to get accredited with the ICF what are some things that you're seeing that perhaps is not really leveraging and benefiting from connection maybe some things you'd like to see change Mm. Do you mean at the technology level? Well, possibly, because some, yes. Well, maybe some of the technology, what people are doing is that they are, whilst they're embracing the technology, maybe they forget the fact that we are still very much communicating with human beings. And sometimes, you know, when we do have automated things and, and using technology, we may forget that it is all about you know connection are there things that you wish oh if only we would connect at a deeper level even though we are using technology anything like that that you see that you'd love to to speak into well i I think one one of the things that kind of works for me is that because i work on my own and so many coaches are working as solopreneurs um it can be a lonely time mm. and you start to self-doubt, you start to listen to those voices, you know, the inner saboteurs, we, we say the profession or inner critic as I, as I call it. Yes. And um, I think the more you can reach out to others and uh, share your um, challenges, the easier it is. So on the basis of that, I have uh, been able to uh, set up um, <clears throat> a group working with um, just supporting other people. Every six weeks, we just check in with each other, and I think it's important that uh, you're not just working on your business, but you're actually connecting and asking other people for help. Mm. This is a profession where we are always pouring into other people, Anne-Marie. Yes. We're always, uh, you know, coaches generally are helpers. It can be exhausting, and you don't. It, it comes. At a top point that you don't realise, you suddenly think, I've no energy. I'm absolutely, I'm like a sunflower and I'm now deep in my head. When I then connect with other people, uh, some of whom are further on in their journey, some who are less experienced, but just that, I'm talking to some other humans. (laughs) That sunflower begins to raise her head because I'm having encouragement. And I think that is the key for me, the power of encouragement. A dear girlfriend said to me many, many years ago when I was living in Dubai and I was saying, you know, I'm not very good at this, that or the other. God hasn't given me any particular gifts because I had a very narrow um, kind of idea of what gifts were. Gifts Mm. were you could play the piano beautifully during a worship time. (laughs) You could um, expound the word of God passionately. Um, And she said, you know what your gift is. And we kind of wrestled around what it was. And... And when she said it's encouragement, mm-hmm. I remember thinking, yeah, but I always do that. 
just doesn't everybody. Yes. And uh, this is dear, dear, dear friends who've been friends for many years said, no, they don't do that. And I think what happens when you connect with other people, I would um, encourage your listeners actually to, when you connect with others, hear what they say about you. Mm. What is it that comes so naturally that you don't even know it's happening? And I think it's hearing that feedback from another person, somebody who knows you or has just observed your behaviour. Mm-hmm. And that can be the difference between, well, what am I going to do with that? Or really, Lord, what do you want me to do with that gift? Yes. And how do I show up and uh, magnify you? So I think it's, that, that for me is, is, is really key. Hearing what people in your life are saying about you and hearing a, perhaps a pattern or very grumpy or a message that the Lord is, is kind of saying to you. Yes. You know, what you're just saying there, Lisa, is so powerful. And I'm glad you shared that because so often, you know, if I'm presenting, this is something that I speak about, that we take for granted the innate gifts and we know God has knitted us together in our mother's womb so he's given each and every one of us unique gifts and because they come to us so naturally and for you it of course is encouragement and it's something that you do quite naturally we can often take that for granted and minimize that whereas others can see that very much in you and I'm sure have been encouraged in your place encouraged by you now that you know that are you doing that with more intention and are you allowing yourself to be more encouraging and, and encouraging to those around you now that someone has actually um, spoken over you and said you know what you really have a gift of encouragement how's that how how are you now using that I, I, I wrestled to begin with because it didn't seem um, significant enough at the time when my, my dear friend said that to me and I thought well I'm not sure when I want the gift of encouragement Lord I want to be able to play the piano <laughs> <laughs> there was initial um, uh, resting, then there was uh, repentance, then there was acceptance. And really it is um, core to who I am and how I show up really. Yes. So um, I like to think that at the end of every engagement, at the end of, like, even today with your listeners, with you Anne-Marie, if I walk away and you are slightly encouraged in the Lord or in some aspect of your business. Uh, so it, it's not that I sit down and think, right, what am I going to do specifically? It's just a, a way of being. Mm. I think that would be how I would describe it. Um, there was a little bit of uh, tension around, but what does it, how would I monetize encouragement? And you know, coaches, they don't like sales, they don't like marketing. Well, some do, of course, but a lot of them don't. And, mm. you know, is that right to monetize encouragement and be an entrepreneur? You know, that tension of systems. And then so much of it is, you know, how you, the, the idea of making money through your gift. So I had to change that word, making money, to, well, it's just like when you're salaried, when I was a teacher and encouraging yes. students and my, my peers. You earn money for what you do. Mm-hmm. And there's nothing to be ashamed of in that. So there was a reframing of how I could use my gift to grow others <coughs> in the faith or just encourage people generally because I think that is, is so key these days, Anne-Marie. We're living in such challenging times, mm. some dark times too. And um, 
you know, I just feel the Lord is saying through what you do and the people I bring your way, this is how I want you to show up. Yes. You know, one of the things that you've mentioned there about uh, monetizing, I think absolutely so many, uh, particularly Christian business owners, can struggle. But I think, you know, you would have a number of years now in experience that you have under your belt. And, you know, I'm sharing this because I'm sure others may have struggled as, as you once kind of had to take a step back and, and consider, right, how am I going to, to now generate some income in my business? And, and so when we think about the experience we have, the knowledge and the studies that you've done, how you bring that uh, and create an experience for your clients, I'm sure after being in your presence and you sharing content and information to help them in, in their business or in career transition, they do feel encouraged because that's the way in which you bring that information across. As you say, you cannot help but be encouraging because that's just your style that's just very innately you and i think so often we forget that how we show up can often be very much driven uh, by those unique gifts for me i love to inspire and and i'm sure if you are in a situation here's where i often will say to people you cannot help in your instance but be encouraging to someone if a situation might be negative or someone might be feeling down or something like that. You just instantly want to get there, you know, get into their space and have a conversation or say something that would encourage them. Would, would you say that's correct? Because you want to see people well, encouraged, yes? Uh, well, absolutely. Well, at the end of the day, you know, God is our encourager. Yes. You know, when we wake up in the mornings and, you know, it's a, a new morning, his grace is sufficient for this day, and his mercies are tender and new. And so the morning, our morning routine as, as Christians, um, can be grounded in that truth. Mm -hmm. So as we are encouraged in him, we kind of just then step into those good works of, okay, I'll just show up and see what happens. As we did ourselves, you know, a couple of weeks ago, um, you reached out to me on LinkedIn, and then I listened to some of your uh, podcasts. And what I love, your style and your you're so inspirational. It was an encouragement to me to say, mm. well, actually, Anne-Marie, I'm going to accept your uh, <laughs> invite to uh, your podcast. And so I, I think that um, at the end of the day, I say this, you've had some amazing people on your podcast series. And I think, oh gosh, look at those people. I'm not as good as those. I think as Christians, we just must never compare yes. because they are all unique. Absolutely. They've been made, haven't we? And oh. in our mother's room. But also, I like to say, I'm ordinary, and I mean that in a good way, because some people are, you know, have had a well-known position and an influence. And Thank you, God, for those people. And then there are other people like myself who um, are not well known in that same way. And that's good. Because I can still show up and be the best part of myself. And if people could see Christ in me, yes. or something in me, I, I just share a story about that, if I may. Absolutely. I was working with a wonderful lady in Dubai. She's a, a, of the Hindu faith. And she once said to me, why are you always smiling? <laughs> when you took that workshop that started at eight, you were smiling, and at five, you were still smiling. 
And actually, we were doing a, a one-to-one, so it was about in, a, in an office, so he asked over here us, and I thought, Lord, is this an opportunity to actually be much more overt? I asked her permission to share, and she said, please, please share. And I was able to share my love to Jesus right yeah. there and then, in the middle of an Islamic country, conservative country, and it very much touched this time. Mm. And, um, and I thought, you know, I didn't have to take that road, but I really wanted to, and God opened that opportunity. So for me, it's about trusting God to use your gift in a way he wants to, not always in the way I want to. These opportunities don't always come as overtly as that. Mm. But I think a lot of it is saying, okay, where do you want me to really step up and, and magnify your name? And sometimes it doesn't happen like that, it happens differently. And you just say, Lord, you water any seed stone. So if there's anybody on this call that's listening who might be exploring the Christian faith, not necessarily a person who knows the Lord yet, you know, it may be that the Lord will use this conversation and many of the others to begin to either <clears throat> grow a faith or deepen a faith. Yes, so true. I, I love that. And there are so many opportunities, I think, that we have no idea about that God uses an interaction, conversation. In this instance, your smile and your attitude that came through and that uh, beautifully opened up the possibility to, to share your love of Jesus and, of course, you know, how, how amazing he was. Let's talk about living for an audience of one. So often we can run ourselves uh, exhausted because we're trying to be everything to everyone and you already said earlier now as coaches often we do do that but it's such a great reminder particularly as Christian coaches and business owners to live for an audience of one how, how does that show up for you and what insights did you want to share here oh that's just such a, a great question I forgot that I put that one down um, I think for me when the going gets tough I you know, they say the tough get, get going. Well, it's not always the case because there are times when in the face of um, yet another proposal that's not been accepted or even like yesterday with the, this webinar I was doing where the technology let me down and you begin that self-doubt yes. kind of creep in and then you say, well, actually, is it worth it? Mm. What? What keeps me motivated? What What is driving me to carry on after seven years in this business, having not come from a background of being an entrepreneur and having to change my whole mindset because it is so different from being employed to then running your business. Mm. So I think, you know, I had to go back to the why. Why do I do it? And really connect with kind of the vision of the business. And if I took away that piece, well, the audience of one, God is looking down. And whatever other people's experience of me or their thoughts about me um, is actually not important in the big scheme of things. Obviously, you feel it in the moment mm -hmm. if you're not accepted to do something or something goes wrong. And we're human. <laughs> we, 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 we feel our own disappointment. So you ha I have to keep the big picture in mind, and I have to say, um, I'm loved by God. I'm mm. listening to this amazing 
song. I don't know if you've heard of Lauren Daigle. And I've only just come across this wonderful singer. And um, she sings this song. I think it's called I Believe. And it's all about identity in Jesus. And I think once that is as firm as it can be, and it's always waning, sometimes it's strong in me, always mm. strong rationally in my head, but not emotionally in my heart. So those times when I think, ah, oh, it's just too much of a struggle, I think, actually, God is here with me, he is listening, and he cares, he never will leave me, and actually, he sent Jesus to die for me, and mm-hmm. I'm his, his beloved daughter, and it can't get much better than that, That's so right. if I keep that peace, living for Christ, is centered in my life, then those knots that come, that always come, those setbacks, those challenges, then um, can be faced with more confidence. But mm-hmm. it's still always learning, Anne-Marie. I'm not oh, going to say it it's is. easy. But you do feel a bit battered after after setbacks. <laughs> <laughs> you do, don't you? <laughs> and you know that's... Of, a... <laughs> I think that kind of... Yeah. You know, something that you're saying there, um, you know, when, when the going gets tough, sometimes a nap is good. Just walking away, having a coffee, having a nap, <laughs> because you feel a, more, a little bit more refreshed. And you know what? It happens to all of us. And I think so often we put such high expectations on ourselves. And really, at the end of the day, um, all, you know, troubles, um, challenges, disappointments, they happen to us all. And I love the reminder that you have. And we all, you know, as Christian entrepreneurs and business owners and just individuals have access to that, that everything will be okay. And when we're living for him, um, our Saviour who loves us, as you said, he died for us and, and we are his children, then all of the other things uh, really pale, don't they, in comparison to, uh, to that. And tomorrow is a new day. And uh, I love that. Now, something else that you love to, to speak about, and I can really sense it just in your your attitude and being, and that is fun. And I, even though we haven't got the video going today, I can really sense it, the smile that you have uh, there. So speak a bit more about fun. What does that mean to you? <laughs> well, you know, often when you, you work on values with your clients, you know, what is it that, val- that you value? Because so much of, what you value then is exhibited in your behavior and how you show up in your life and your business. Yes. So value is worth important. And yes, of course, we all do this world peace, um, unconditional love, uh, friendship, whatever. But, you know, I, I would encourage your listeners to, to say, actually, you know, what is it that happens that when you feel you're at your best? And for me, it's kind of laughing a lot and mm. having a giggle and, and if fun is missing then um, yeah, back to that sunflower that droops its head. Now fun can show up in lots of different ways. For example, I'm having a lot of fun now on this <laughs> call even though I cut some of the uh, sound quality of my end isn't brilliant so I hope you're hearing me okay. Yes. But um, yeah, God created me with a huge capacity to laugh and to see the fun side, the playfulness I think, uh, is the way I would express it. And um, that doesn't work for everybody. Not all my clients um, would um, see that as something that would help them, but many do. Also, I'm not the the, the coach for everybody. So when I'm talking with prospective clients, this is another thing I would encourage your 
uh, any coaches on the call, be yourself. Mm. And it's fun, it's something that is, is intrinsic to you. Share that with your prospective clients because when they come to me and they kind of interview me on an inquiry call, I'm actually interviewing them too. Absolutely. I don't use that word, but I don't work with everybody because if it's going to be like nailing jelly to the wall, then it's not going to work <laughs> for me. So I think fun is has actually helped me make some business choices. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, as, as you're explaining that, fun for me is one of my core values as well because I say, you know, if it's not fun, why would we bother doing it? Now, I know that there are some things like, I don't know, bookkeeping, Like, and, and I'm, I apologize for those of you who are bookkeepers. I mean, I don't mind crunching numbers. However, I would not want to do that all day. And, 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 and some of you are gifted in that, and that's wonderful. We need you in our businesses. But we it's need true. The yeah. We need you. <laughs> and, and it's so true, isn't it? You know, sometimes, even in the midst of a, a challenge, a laugh or someone saying something, even though it's slightly a little bit, you know, cheeky or something, a, a laugh can completely change the atmosphere, can't it? From one that just, um, yeah, allows you to realise, you know what, it is not all that much of a deal. It's not that big a deal. Life will will go on. So, and, but yeah. something that's come through in all of the conversation, which I just want to really emphasise to people is the fact that you are so clear on your values. And I know many coaches help people identify what are your values. Because as we know, we're often in situations where our values are challenged, where we take a step back and realise, you know, is there something that I can change? And in some instances, as you are working in the career industry, you realise if the corporation's values are so different from your own and have you challenge yours and have to change yours consistently, then often that is uh, when a decision is made, well, look, I think we need to part ways and I'll find another opportunity. But it's so important for us, isn't it, to be clear on what they are so that we can live those each and every day so that we don't feel drained and, and don't feel that we have to compromise. So, uh, can I just add something to that? Absolutely. I think also um, what, what what is helpful for people doing core values work is to look at the words and explore them, play around a little with them. So, for example, you know, another core value of mine is adventure, oh, yes. and I would say, you no, know, adventure is not for me jumping out of a plane. It's not climbing Everest. So, I would say you take your Take the word and then unpack it a little bit. Mm. It's almost like doing a word equation. Look at that word, uh, adventure. So for me, adventure is um, around curiosity, is around exploring. Um, it also includes fun in that as well. Sometimes there are crossovers in values. Yeah. Um, adventure is uh, putting your head around the corner and wondering what's happening next. Um, so it doesn't show up so much as a physical thing, more as a mindset thing. So um, if listeners are wondering about, well, I'm not too sure, you can get loads of these core values lists from the internet, just Google it, and just go down the list and find your top five and kind of explore, well, what does that word, what does collaboration really mean for me? What does excellence mean for me? Whatever it is of those five that resonate with you, spend some time on them and then um, explore 
So how does that show up in my current job? Does it? And sometimes it doesn't and it's okay, Anne-Marie, but sometimes it isn't okay. So for me, there wasn't enough collaboration going on when I was a teacher. There wasn't there was too much top-down hierarchy, mm. authority. I prefer partnerships and collaborated. So it wasn't a good environmental fit for me. Yes. And that helped me transition into a different part, a different career. So I would say core values work it would be really helpful for anybody exploring a change in their life. Yes, so true. And uh, what a lovely insight to share for those who perhaps are going through uh, a season in their life where they're reevaluating mm. things. So Lisa, share with us all, how can people get in contact with you? What's the best way for them to do that? Oh, I would love to hear from anybody who might be listening, please go to my website, which is www.lisaface.com, and leave a message for me there, which will come straight into my email box. Also, I, I'm on LinkedIn, so please connect with me on LinkedIn. And uh, I don't do Facebook, but I do Twitter, and my, my name is uh, at FaceCoach, so my surname Face and then coach all the Fabulous. Work. And I would love to, to know that somebody might be listening out there connect with you. That would be wonderful. Oh, wonderful. And of course, Lisa, we'll put all of your contact details on our show notes, ambitiousentrepreneurnetwork.com forward slash TCE279. One of the things that I'm sure you've heard me do on other podcasts, and I'd love uh, and be honored to do that for you too, Lisa. May I finish the show with a word of prayer? I would appreciate that. Thank you, Anne-Marie. All right, let's pray. Father God, thank you for the opportunity to speak with Lisa today and to hear her share her testimony and also the things that uh, she helps her clients with. And there's such an important reminder for all of us in business, no matter what stage that we are at, to identify unique gifts that you have uh, created in us. And so often, Lord, we, we take those for granted and we don't let those shine through. And yet... Those are what really helps us to stand out. Father, we just want to uphold Lisa, her clients, her business and prayer. Will you continue to bless the work that she's doing, the impact that she is making and the ongoing encouragement that she is sharing with her clients and, of course, the community and all of the connections that she continues to, to make, both online and offline. Father, we just want to ask this all in your precious name. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Anne. Oh, thank you. Thank you so very much. And I'm so thrilled that the technology worked, even though the sound quality maybe wasn't as best as possible. But let's face it, I mean, we are on opposite sides of the planet. So, um, you know, I guess we often forget, don't we? We really are on opposite sides of the planet, opposite time zones. So I think it's quite awesome that we are able to connect with one another um, and of yeah. course, have you share your insights today on the show. So thanks once again for coming on the show. Thank you indeed. You have a wonderful rest of the day, Anne-Marie. Thank you. You too. You've been listening to the Christian Entrepreneurs Podcast, brought to you by podcastingwithpurpose.com. Stand out, be heard, influence. Want to influence real change with your own podcast? Access our free podcast training, including no-cost and low-cost tools and podcast production workflow checklist to get you started at www.podcastingwithpurpose.com forward slash mini training. 
That's podcastingwithpurpose.com forward slash mini training. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com. <laughs>